put yourself in a position where you can't retreat, where it's do or die, sink or swim. Here's what you'll find out. You'll develop incredible swimming skills. You'll find yourself stroking unlike you've ever seen before. Through the inspiration of desperation, you'll become more creative than ever before. Throw your whole self into it. All you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. But make sure you do all you can do. Fellas, what's up? What's up? Not much, man. Not much. Um, We got... Uh, probably one of our biggest mentors on the podcast today, uh, Mr. Tim Bratz. Um, we, we all kind of met him through his mastermind, uh, Legacy Family. And since then, you know, since we've been a part of it for a while now, we've, we've become, uh, he's not only a mentor, but he's become a good friend. So we, we traveled down to Charleston and um, spent a little bit of time with him, went out to dinner with him and a couple of folks on his team and uh uh, he invited us to his house and, um, we, you know, got to meet his beautiful wife and kids and, uh, just an all around good dude. Um, and I enjoyed having him on the podcast. I, Tim is similar to me that we, we both like talking. So it was, it was a challenge for me to, you know, he had, a uh, another commitment to be at, so we had to keep it under a certain amount of time. Um, so we try to compress as much as we could in there. Um, but I, I do look forward to, folks hearing a little bit about Tim and then possibly getting him back on later where we have more time to dive a little deeper. But what'd y'all get from it, Bill? Yeah. Well, I mean, just to talk more about Tim and, and what he's done for us. And, you know, we joined his mastermind about a year and a half ago and it, it just fueled the fire that we already had going around, you know, really around commercial real estate, but really just mindset and just having the ability and, you know, just just to learn to run a business <clears throat> but you know listen to a lot of tim's podcasts and every time he comes on to anything he he you know he brings several nuggets of uh information that can help people out um and it just never fails he's he's just a great communicator and the way through he goes through you know any specific details of of running a business or or living life as an entrepreneur it's just it's always great and, and he did it again here yeah how about you timmy yeah, man. I mean, so, you know, having the opportunity to uh, spend some more time with Tim, um, you know, he's just always a super genuine guy, super open, you know, honest and, uh, you know, backs everything he says up with facts and also data. Right. I think that's, you know, he's vulnerable in a lot of situations that he has. He's not afraid to admit when he you know makes mistakes. And I think that helps us as his, um, you know, mentees, if you will. You know, there was a book that he referenced in there and a movie that he referenced that I've heard him talk about before, but I never actually watched it until after um, we did this podcast. And that was uh, The Men Who Built America. And I actually spent some time and went through that and, you know, had Andrew Carnegie in there. And it was really phenomenal, man. I think any entrepreneur or, or business person should should watch that movie. It's pretty impactful. So, yeah. And I, real quick before we get into it, he, you know, he turned, he knows how to turn everything into an experience, you know. So we had scheduled a dinner at Hall's Chop House down in Charleston and he wasn't even, going to be a part of it but the last minute he decided to come along we were just going to go in there have a nice dinner and it turned into a four-hour experience he made us try everything on the menu every drink every appetizer every dessert and uh it you know we left out of there just we would have been fulfilled anyway but it was just a good experience and that's what he brings to everybody in his bubble man and he just has that that way about him but we appreciate him and um you know, now we'll get into the podcast and hope folks uh, get as much out of it as we do. Tim Bratz, what's up, nice my man? 
I am very excited to be here in Charleston, man. Um, we got in yesterday and we're doing doing some content filming and stuff for uh, our fund, uh, but no way we're going to get down here without spending a little time with you. Oh, so, man. We had, um, we had a great yeah. steak dinner. Yeah. Still still a, a block in my belly right now. Man, yeah, we went to um, Halls last night. And it dude, was, had it, it was had wonderful. A, and it was a great conversation. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, and that's, I think that's where the depth of relationships is built. And, like, you know, the formal stuff is cool, but, like, really going out and yep. socializing and hanging out and kind of letting your hair down like we yeah, do. Yeah, right. right? And, <laughs> uh, and just having a good time. I yeah. think that's really, like, the key with um, – with a lot of the networking, but I was just doing a live upstairs of like just the importance of community, right? Mm -hmm. Like being in the right rooms, staying in those rooms, watching the relationships grow over time and like how all of that stuff ends up, you know, kind of blossoming and turning into opportunities that you didn't even know were even or even oppor opportunities beginning. You didn't even think you didn't join because of that. Like it's, it's, uh, well, dude, we're, that can come we're from, living, you know? you know, I mean, you know, yeah. Bill and Tim and myself, we, we joined your group last year, um, and you, you know, you and your group and your team are the reason uh, the that pushed me over the ledge to leave my corporate job. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, you know, we I left with intent to do one thing, and then kind of started down this lending route, and now we're working with Kelly and her group and mm -hmm. getting that up and going. So um, you've inspired a lot. Um, really appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate and, it, man. and the impact that you have on folks that then allow us to have more impact, and it's just you know it snowball effect so um yeah. but yeah i'd love to you know people can look up tim brotts all day long and find out everything about your your real estate um career and it's been a phenomenal one you know thousands of doors you bought and sold thousands of properties um very impressive stuff and you've inspired a lot of people i want to peel the onion back a little bit though i want to get inside of the brain of tim brotts i don't right, know if that's do safe or not let's but do it yeah where you you are the epitome of an entrepreneur, like the way you're, you're, you're a visionary, you, you start a lot of fires and, and yep. then, but you also do a good job of bringing the team around to contain those fires, you yep. know? Um, but where did it all begin? Where did this, this mindset come from? Cause you are all in more than anybody I know, I think. So. Yeah, man, I, I, you know, I don't really, I've always had a little bit of like a hustle, right? Like, like growing up, I cut all all the kids' hair in high school and college, okay. right? And that was kind of like my little side hustle. Or back in the days when you had Napster and Audio Galaxy and LimeWire, where you could download music mm -hmm. illegally, yeah. and then I'd take it and I'd make CDs and mixtapes and mix CDs and stuff for for people and sell it to them for five bucks or ten bucks or whatever, uh, whatever songs they wanted. So like I always had like some sort of entrepreneurial hustle, but I think I didn't know that it was an entrepreneurship until. I saw my dad working a full-time job as a policeman, mm -hmm. working a part-time business as a, uh, he had a security personnel company for factories and foundries and apartment buildings and stuff like that in downtown Cleveland. And I saw him making more on his part-time business than he was in his full-time job. Right. And I quickly realized, I'm like, you know, I wasn't that, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't that, that advanced, but at the same time, I was, I was smart enough to realize, dude, what if you worked full-time on your business it's already making you more money than your full-time job. Like, what if you got out of here and went all in over here? Right. What could that blossom into? What can that turn into? And so um, I always saw that. And so I liked that route. And then when I was going through college, the real estate market was going wild. And um, what time and frame just, are we in? 03 to 07. Okay. Right. 03 to 07. And, uh, and I just, I leaned into the real estate side. So mm -hmm. entrepreneurship as, as a real estate investor was what really kind of like presented itself just based on, on timing. And um, 
you know, just kind of went down the road. I thought you'd become an entrepreneur by becoming a real estate agent, right? Like I think a lot of people, when they, they leave their job, they try to find a full-time business that they own, right? Or, or a job that they own now instead of a job for somebody else. Right. So a job somebody else owns to a job that you own. And that's what you do as like a real estate agent. And, uh, but I was like myself and it was me doing stuff. And then I realized if you own assets, I brokered a couple of deals for some um, commercial leases. And I saw if you own assets that can produce residual income. And, um, and really that was the reason I got into right. entrepreneurship. I wanted to figure out the freedom aspect, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not necessarily about the money, but like, I'm not a good employee. I was, I don't, you're I'm, ready to say that. I don't I'm think not good at following right. directions. <laughs> right. I'm not good. Like, even if I know it's the right thing to do, if the wrong person tells me do this, I'm going another direction mm -hmm. just because right. I'm, I'm against the grain a right. lot of times. And yeah. so, um, I don't, I don't work well with people telling me what to do. Um, I've gotten better at the head mm -hmm. of like listening to the team yeah. and like doing some, uh, you know, being more strategic and, and, and getting feedback on that side of things. But I like, I like going against, especially like the mainstream society beliefs. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and one thing that, you know, getting to know your story and getting to know you over the last, I don't know, 18 months or so since we've been in legacy, it's so clear that like your strength and your superpower, you've got several that I've, I've picked up on, but your problem solving ability, like you even just having a normal conversation about the weather, I can always see your brain trying to figure <laughs> out how to get warmer or cooler. I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah. you're always in problem solving mode and, um, and it's contagious. Like those around you, you know, it, it, it's rubbed off on me. You know, like we look, and I, I feel like this. I'm curious to know if you do. You get bored when there's not a puzzle to solve. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. I, yeah. I, need, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess looking, I don't think there's things that I break in order to do yeah, that. Right. But there's always problems to be solved, you mm -hmm. know? And I think I, uh, yeah, dude, this, this past year, right? This past year, there's been a lot of, when the tide goes out, you see who's swimming naked. And there's been mm -hmm. a lot of um, adversities in joint venture partnerships contractors, employees, uh, insurance rates, uh, interest rates, um, supply chain, like there's all these different things right. that have kind of gone sideways. So there's a lot of problems to solve. And when you look at it at a global perspective, you can get very overwhelmed by that. Um, but it's like, how do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant by one bite at a time, right? right? And, and solve this problem. And then, and then figure out what the biggest problem is, right? Yep. You see that as a recurring theme when you come out of the mastermind. Yep. What is the number one? I don't want two problems. I don't want three. What is the one problem? What is the one domino, if knocked over, knocks down a hundred other dominoes? Yep. Let's solve that one first. Boom. Now that one's off the plate. Now we move to the second biggest problem. And then the next biggest problem. And then things change and there's a bigger problem. And like, if you're always trying to uh, solve problems that, the problems are the bottlenecks. And if you can get through the bottleneck now, yeah. you know, you have free flow of opportunity and ideas and, and uh, revenue and, and all the other good things that, that can come from it. So um, I think solving the problems is, is the key. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're, you're very generous and being, you share the problems as you go through them. I mean, you're very open with that. Um, you know, you share details, specific yep. details about specific challenges you're working through, but, you know, again, it just goes back to like you're you don't look at a problem and, and you don't sit in that problem too long. It's like, OK, this is what it is. It sucks. 
Now let's go figure this thing out. Well, well I know? mean, it's it's like there's a universal law. You're either growing or you're dying, yeah. right? You're either ripening or you're rottening. And if you have the same problem a year from now, that means you're not growing, right. which means there's no stagnation. That means you're dying, right? That <laughs> yep, means yep. you're you're rottening. And so you cannot have the same problems next year. And and we've been in rooms where the, somebody comes in, they've been in the same business for 17 years with the same friggin' problem they had in year two or year three. Right, right. Like how is that pot? That right. to me is unfathomable. And I need to like get away from that person, mm-hmm. limit right. association with yeah. that person because that's like a toxic mindset. If you're always, uh, and listen, there's, there's growth not necessarily by addition all the time. There's growth by subtraction yeah. also. And that too is growth by removing things or by problem solving, by refining your operations as opposed to just adding more doors. You know, you can solve a lot of problems by reducing expenses, yep. by figuring out ways to increase income on existing business or existing uh, uh, properties that you own. And and so I'm not, I'm not like pro only grow, grow, grow and, and, but, you're either growing or you're dying. Right. You're problem solving, and everything can always be refined a little bit better. Yeah. Yep. So, and and you you guys, your primary business are is your real estate portfolio, mm-hmm. right? You you guys um, primarily are doing um, apartment syndications, and, and yep. you know under that model. Um, but what you offer through your mastermind, and I want to talk about this a little bit because it's had such a big impact on my life, and and what you offer, like when we joined, I, I was still in the corporate world. It, it didn't even register to me to pay to be in a group. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that's crazy. You know, that's yep. how I looked at it. But I was also aware enough to know I needed to get some education around this path I wanted to go. I joined it. I quickly realized there's a reason there's a high price for these groups. You're screening out all the people that are not all in. Yep. You know, you're trying to bring in the all in people. If I pay for it, I'm going to pay attention to mm-hmm. it. Um, Very much so. And your education course, your mastermind, that is not a cash cow for you. Like you, you <laughs> are, I know you well enough now to know that the primary or the main priority of the, the mastermind is to have an impact. Mm-hmm. And I've heard you say it before. I touched ten people, and they touched ten people, and they touched ten people, and now you, all of a sudden you got a million people impacted. So, yep. talk about what motivated um, or how it's evolved your mastermind group and the education around legacy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I think here's the thing: economics drives society today, yeah. right? And so, when I was younger, I wanted to build businesses in order to make money and in order to have a certain lifestyle. And I think that's okay, right? I think people shy away from like, oh, I want to go and make money. But like money's not the the pinnacle. It's it's really like what does the money do? Yeah, it's a tool tool Mm -hmm. to then provide for your family, travel around the world, you know, like experience things and um it's a tool, right? And so once you have the money though, once you get to a point, and I've realized that there's probably a price and and it's probably different for based on where you live and all that stuff, but the reality is, dude, you can live in any house, drive any car, take any vacation if you make somewhere between four to $600,000 a year, mm-hmm. right? Like you can have any lifestyle you could possibly want outside of like the private jet or some insane yacht. But even then, you could probably rent a private jet if you're making um, somewhere in that world. So it's like I've made millions of dollars and my lifestyle didn't change anything, right? So you come back to making more money 
doesn't change my happiness. Making more money doesn't change my fulfillment aspect other than if you're giving it all away or making an impact mm -hmm. in that way. And so when you don't need more money, you think of, oh, well, I thought money was the fulfillment, you know, the, the top of the mountain and it's not, what else can fulfill me or what else does fulfill me? And I did an exercise in December of 2019, five years ago or four years ago. And, um, went through kind of like, what do I do? Um, on an annual basis, like what activities do I do? And, and masterminds was one of them. And it was like, it had all these different categories of rank it from one to 10 of how fulfilling it is essentially. And, uh, masterminds and buying rental property and doing this and doing that and whatever else the other things were and masterminds and coaching check nine out of 10 boxes for me on mm -hmm. the fulfillment side. Right. And that, and that was like the awareness that I needed to be like, I need to go deeper into this because I know how much of an impact it makes for other people. And I know how much of an impact it makes selfishly, right? For me. Yeah. Um, and so in, but here's the thing, people don't act unless there's some sort of, some level of self-interest anyways. And so if, if you're acting in self-interest and that self-interest helps other people, like by all means yeah. lean into it. Absolutely. And so I, and so I did. Um, and so I leaned in heavily to the coaching side of things. At that time, somebody else kind of, uh, I was just kind of a, a speaker for somebody else's mastermind. Um, and, and we decided to kind of part ways when COVID happened and it created the opportunity for me to kind of create, like buy them out of the brand and be able to start my own mastermind the exact way that I wanted right. to. And so the key there was they needed to make money from it before. So the price point was really high. The deliverables were a lot less uh, because they needed a profit margin because that was their primary business. For me, as you mentioned, real estate is my primary business. I know what comes from putting people in a room together. Mm -hmm. There's deals, yep. there's money, there's opportunities, there's investments, there's businesses you can buy, there's uh, networks, friendships, wh whatever it ends up being. So that to me is the real value. If I could build a mastermind that it could at least cover its costs, right? It has to be its own entity and be right. able to uh, self-fulfill. Um, but put great people and attract great people, then I knew the magic would happen on its own. And so that's what we've been able to do over the past three years is we created Legacy Family and uh, we have a network of 200 entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And it's not just real estate people, it's people from traditional business. It's a lot of uh, kind of like ancillary businesses that work with real estate investors or work with like insurance or CPAs or self-directed retirement accounts or whatever. Um, and those people come in and then all of a sudden just having the ecosystem self fulfill self feeds yeah. um the animal and then and then we get great accolades right? right like you coming into legacy family sure there's probably some insights that you got from me but uh even more valuable is you got to meet guys like tim blodgett right and you got to meet um people like kelly garrett who's the now list doesn't stop exactly yeah, i mean and now there's on. there's yeah. 200 mentors yeah. it's not like people think it's about you know the the person who put it together it's not i i realize that it's about the room Right. My job isn't to convey all the value. I try to convey as much value as I can, but my job is to keep the shitheads out yep. and bring great people in. Right. Right. And if I can do that, then I know the magic happens and, on its own. And you do. You do a great job of that. And, and you know, it's, I, I think this is how I envision. So we come into your mastermind as, and I mentioned it yesterday when I was talking to Burton about this, but we come in as a very small fish in, in this really powerful pond that you put together. So, all we do initially is we're consuming, you know, we're taking from, you know, other people that are in the mastermind. Um, but now as we're growing in our business and now we have something to offer to the mastermind, we can, we're still consuming, 
now we're producing a little bit of value mm -hmm. and we'll continue to evolve. And I'll never leave this mastermind because ultimately I want to be the Kelly Garrett who's providing so much value to people coming in that mm -hmm. where I was. So it's, it's, I mean, I, I mean, I, why would Kelly Garrett be there? Because she has a $150 million investment fund right. that lends a bunch of money right. to all the members, exactly. right? And so yeah. like, guess what? Even if you are at that eight figure, nine figure business, um, you still get a ton of value from yeah. it because there's still ways that you can provide value to someone like yeah. that. You can borrow from right. them and pay them interest and fees and make sure that they're making more money on their money. Like, so like, I think it's a, it's one of these, um, uh, I don't know, bottlenecks in our own heads. And, uh, um, where you, where you come into something and you're like, Oh, well I can't bring any value. There's definitely value that can be brought. Yeah. When you, when you sit in a room and somebody's like, I, I need more deals. This person over here is like, I got too many deals. I need more money, right? right? Like, right. And all I got to do is say, you, you, let's go grab a cocktail right. or let's go grab, like, no, yep. you guys sit next to each other at the, at the next turn and uh, and let's see where it goes from yeah. there. There's always people that compliment you in some capacity where you think that just because you have this problem, everybody has that problem. It's not the case. People have different levels of that problem. And usually, you know, there's different pillars in business. There's, there's marketing and, and sales. There's operations and human resources. There's finance and accounting. And usually people are leading with any one of those and then they're lagging a little bit in the other two. And what the mastermind does is keeps them all kind of uh, working right. harmoniously and kind of balanced and growing them all together. Because usually people are either deal heavy or money heavy, for instance. Um, or then they get, and, and very rarely are they both at the same time, right? right? But if you can balance and have a pretty predictable business where you're both at the same time, that's what really helps right. you elevate. So what, what's, where, where are you going from here? So what does the next, um, you know, year to five years look like? What's your vision yeah. for both on the real estate side and the, the mastermind? Yeah, man, I think, um, so first of all, from a goal setting, right? It's the end of the year and we're, we're setting goals. I set my goals between Christmas and New Year's every year. Mm -hmm. I, I take the entire week, block it off watch the men who built America and then I just goal set. Right. And so again, there's things that you want to add and there's also things that you want to be aware of that you can subtract that you're doing right in order to kind of free up time from unworthy activities. Um, and I used to do goal setting for like 20 years out and then 10 years out and then five years out. And really I just set goals for like 36 months out now. And then the next 12 months because things change so rapidly, right? right. Opportunities change so rapidly. Um, you know, the opportunity to invest into a uh, social media marketing business didn't exist a year ago and right. it wasn't on my goal right. Uh, thing, right? But it, it came up and I took advantage of that opportunity and now it's um, a ton of fun and, and um, I think a huge value add to the, the people that we work with. Um, you know, so things like that, a technology, uh, software, SaaS business that I invested in and uh, partnered with a guy on a couple years ago, that was never any of my intentions. But I think... I think it could be so successful that I could be the real estate guy who made all their money in SaaS and software, right? Mm -hmm. And technology and right. sales. Uh, so it's it's like, I don't know, how do, how do you balance that kind of stuff out? But I mean, from a real estate perspective, really our goal set is not to light the world on fire anymore. It doesn't change any of our lifestyles, but you know, we want to keep the momentum going, probably, probably buy 30 to $50 million in real estate per year. Mm -hmm. To some people that's like, enormous to other people that's like, well, why are you laying off the gas or something? But it's like, I don't need anything more than that. And it serves the business. It feeds um, 
the employees that we have on that front. Um, I love the mastermind. I thought I wanted to grow the mastermind to a $10 million company. I don't think I do. Right. I think I want to keep it at you know, a few million dollars and just kind of protect the community and help everybody grow, right? And provide more services and value to the community. Um, and so that's that. The social media business is great. And really the software business yeah. is, is going to be big. So it's not really growing for growth. It's more of just kind of feeding the engines that are already running. Mm -hmm. yep. um, you know, I think I think growing just to grow is kind of like an ego chest pounding play. I, I was hoping you would go there because I've heard you talk about it. Yeah, and you've been pretty vulnerable about that recently, talking about some purchases and things you've gotten into mm -hmm. were a little more ego driven, and uh, now you're focusing on, do I want to own this thing for the next hundred years? Do yeah. I want my kids to own it? Um, so, yeah, that's that's strong. So I know you got you're heading up to heading home to Cleveland yep. for the holidays. So we're going to let you get out of here, um, but I appreciate you. Your time, you, again, and I know I'm being redundant, but you've provided so much value to, to myself, Bill, uh, Tim, uh, Blodgett, and we would not be where we're at right now and wouldn't have the connections um, without you and your team and what y'all provided. So I appreciate that. that. Um, I hope anybody listening that has any desire to, and, and it really, your mastermind group it's not you don't have to be at a certain level you don't have to be just in apartments we weren't i mean we were getting into that but there's so much more than just um you know apartment or commercial real estate if you're interested in getting in plug in i mean tim's got so many different ways to plug into his network through legacy wealth academy and mm -hmm. a couple you know virtual events you do and stuff yep. like that so We'll link all of the legacy and Tim's social media uh, stuff uh, below in the show notes. But Tim, thank you again. I, I appreciate think, the time. I think, any, any lasting thoughts? No, I, I think at, at the end of the day, man, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. Yep. What matters is where you're going, yeah. right? And focusing on... Now, Now I still look back once in a while to, to be appreciative yeah. and show the gratitude of where I came from and how far we've come. Um, and I know we all get really ambitious in goal setting, but like looking back is good. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you're not... You know, if you're not further along, guess what? Like, where are you going? Like, yeah. what, what's the train that you're hopping yeah. on? What's the impact that you're going to make? Like, there's no better time to make a decision or to change your direction than right now, yeah. right? Like, now is the best time in, in, in order to kind of put yourself in those communities, uh, surround yourself with great people, right? There's a ton of free resources yeah, like absolutely. this out there uh, that you can plug into. And then when you find the right community of the people whose core values you resonate with, uh, who are doing the things that you want to be doing that are going in the direction that you want to be going, then get into that group, right? Like, and surround yourself with, with entrepreneurs. Like the entrepreneurial journey can be very, very lonely, but it doesn't have to be right. When you know that things like this exist and we're in a, we're in a great space where we're in an industry that makes a lot of money, yeah. right? Real estate makes a lot of money, business building and scaling and selling and product launches, like that kind of stuff makes a lot of money. So it's like, it's an investment, right? If you join uh, a group and it costs you X number of dollars per year, you will see probably 50 to 100x of a return on investment no from the from you know the money that you're 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 spending on there. Again, there's an ROI, and when it has an ROI, it's not an expense; it's it's more of an investment. Right. And and when you realize that, then you almost get like, all right, and how many groups can I join? Right. I wouldn't go down that, you know, <laughs> but, but I think it's great that being yeah. one or two groups who, who can mm -hmm. kind of complement each other and. Um, whether that's regionally or locally, or you find a community like this, mm -hmm. right, where it's an entrepreneurial kind of like uh, 
accelerator community where everybody's got these little micro offices and they do these little events and you can kind of just network but but you got to be around other entrepreneurs doing stuff that that um you know is going to point you in the right direction yeah. and then then you pay the money you plug into the mastermind or whatever and then what you end up with you realize i've got a new family yep. you know and and, and then loyalty sets in it and is. like i i want to help legacy family as much as i can with whatever value i can and for me again i'm not you know, I'm working to get higher and build a real estate business. So what value can I provide? I can put on these silly challenges we do and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Just trying to provide value, but you inspire it. Again, I'm, we're beating a dead horse here, but um, I, I hope it, people listening um, recognize and understand and, and really lean into whatever. It doesn't have to be this mastermind, but just find a group, find something to plug into that will move the needle. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but again, appreciate the time. Happy holidays. Appreciate you, brother. Yep. All Thank right. you for everything that you're doing. Excited for the new podcast, man. Yeah. This is yep. going to be making Burning a big, boats. A big yep. impact on a lot of people. Yep. So appreciate so, you. Good deal. Thanks a lot. All right, folks. There you have it. Uh, we're very thankful to have um, Tim Brotz on. He brought the brought the passion, brought the fire, as he always does in everything he does. Um, and we're just so fortunate to be a part of his ecosystem. It has brought so much value as I continue to talk about. Um, but I hope you guys, um, you know, take some time and, and do a little more research on Tim Bratz and not just him as an individual, but his um, his mastermind and his ecosystem, which is legacy family. Um, I, I feel certain whether you're in real estate um, or you're in, in any other kind of industry, but an entrepreneur or um, own a business or you're looking to start a business. He has, he and his team have something of value to provide. So we'll drop links down in the show notes. If you want to learn more about them, we'll drop links to his social media, his website and all of that. And, um, I hope you guys take some time and, and check him out, but we're thankful for Tim, um, giving us his time. We had a great trip to Charleston and, uh, we look forward to many years to come being around Tim and, and the folks that he's, uh, put together. Um, as always, uh, the Burning the Boats podcast is presented by 608B Capital. Um, so anybody out there that has any uh, investing needs or uh, real estate borrowing needs, um, follow us on social media or check out our website. The links will all be below. We look forward to working with you.